This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, I cannot believe that we are in the heart on this first hearing of this show, first offering of October. It's still beautiful outside. We are all expecting snow, at least certainly in Colorado, where I'm home base. But I'm remote today, and I am uh, delivering live out in Arizona, where I'm down, doing a fun event for two dear friends who are celebrating birthdays. So we just thought we'd bring the show with us. And I thought today, because I, I'm getting a lot of emails. I get them through my blogs um, on both the authoru.org website and the bookshepherd.com site about people who are asking questions about specifically about companies. Are they good? Are they bad? Um, I'm feeling uncomfortable or as blatantly as I have been screwed. I need help. How do I get out of this? I don't understand what's going on. You fill in the blank. So one of the things that I thought I would come back and do some revisiting on what I call the publishing predators and to really kind of take a look, giving you some tips on um, what you can do. Uh, if you do get in bed with someone that it, it's just not working out. And, and let's face it, not everyone we work with or we initially engage to do something for us. Um, whether it's from having, you know, a plumber in or going out and having a print job or going out and laying out something as important as your book. Or it could just be, you know, picking a school that you want your kid to go through that just doesn't feel right. So I, I think that you have to start looking around on, on what we call scam alerts and and what it is that you feel or you see or something along those lines. So... Maybe it could be, you know, have you ever been around someone, you read something, you've seen something, uh, we've got all these new shows on TV that have come on with the new season, and you want to get in a shower or a hot bath and just soak what feels like slime off? Well, that's kind of how I feel when I read about some of the gobbling up that involves uh, what I call these publishing predators and these individuals as well as companies, some very small, some extraordinarily large. And what they go down in, in they throw out these hooks, these lines, the sinkers, to bait you. And it's just not the naive. It's just not the newbie person that gets hooked in. It's people of all stages of publishing that some kind, somehow, I think it's better to say, they get misled or they get sold a bill of goods and they get brought online. So what is it that you can do to start looking around? What are some of the things that you need to think about? 
and then there's there's some great resources that you can go to, and of course, Google is a an excellent friend. So, one of the first tips that I want to give you that before you jump into bed with anybody and start working with them, and also prefacing it one more time that not everybody, every company, every service provider is going to be the perfect fit for everybody. There's, you know, there's chemistry issues, there's communication issues, uh, there is the, the product itself issues that, that are going to have different interpretations and different delivery points that for some reason they're just the wrong fit. All right, so I, I don't know anyone who hasn't had a grumble or a complaint about them. And that what you've got to do is kind of read in and figure out, well, is this legitimate? What is it? Or is this is this person who's, you know, shouting out just a goofball? So the first thing that I would do when I am going out to try to figure out, uh, is this someone I want to work with? I would just go to Google and I would put in the person's name or the company name and then I would and I would put quotes around it because if you put for example Samuel uh, uh, Johnson and Google could come back with a gazillion Samuels and a gazillion Johnsons and they're not Samuel Johnson so put quote marks around those Samuel Johnson whatever the name is uh, the Johnson company publishing group whatever it is and put quotes around those and then add these words scam and then put it in again problem and again complaint and again fraud and again rip off and then I would put lawsuit um, and then you can always go to the Better Business Bureau but eh, you know I'm not so sure about it because there's um, certainly they follow up on complaints but it may not be totally what you're looking for. Understand this, that these companies, especially if they're savvy, if they're big, if they've got a, an IT department behind them, if, if they can do this uh, uh, manipulation, and it is a manipulation uh, for the search for search engine optimization, they could bombard uh, a flow with their name involved that, that could push down. I mean, now I'm talking about bury stuff that could be very negative, that could be critical. They know, and the reason why they do that, is they know that 90% of people never go back and look past the first page. So all the good news, all this glory could be on the first page. And if you see that, you're thinking, hot spit, this is great. They're perfect. It's good. This is going to be a great relationship. It will be a great marriage. And it may not be. So you need to deep dive down when you do Google searches, when you're trying to find out, are there any hiccups? What are the warts? What kind of skeletons are out here? Before you let your baby go, before you open up your credit card, and that's the kind of the scary thing because one of the posters I made is, you know, publishing predators will love you until your credit card maxes out. So there's another couple of the sources that you could go to that would be worth your while. Um, and people email me. Feel free to email me, Judith at Bryles.com and, and, and put in the subject line question about 
a, a publishing provider or something like that. I get I get hundreds and hundreds of emails a day, and a lot of them are junk that I just trash away. So give me something that'll gra- grab my attention. Uh, if you go to predators and editors, uh, that you can always just just uh, Google predators. P-R-E-D-A-T-O-R-S and editors and they actually do a running source on some of these companies and that and and share and they do a follow-up at different times and so they'll give you some pros and cons. The thing is if you've been in a situation where you feel like you've been taken advantage of um, and someone's not playing uh, with you with a full deck or a clean deck, maybe we should say, a clean deck of cards, is that typically when someone feels that they have been shafted or they feel so stupid that they got involved with this group, this company, that they they just need to move on. They want it out of their system. They want to let it go. They don't want to keep reliving it and regurgitating it over and over again. Is It's typically they don't shout out about the company and this person. I know on the Author You group, and I would encourage all of you, if you're not already a member of the Author You group on LinkedIn, do join it. There's over 12,000 there. And that with that, someone asked a question that started something like this. Does anyone know anything about Balboa Press? I mean, it's a Christian publisher. It must be good, right? 400 responses later, over a year's period of time, the bombardment that went through that stream and how people felt that they had been screwed, blued, and tattooed by the likes of Balboa Press, which is a subsidy of Hay House and Louise Hay, which is also in partnership with Author House, Author Solutions, um, and and all its children, like iUniverse and Ex Libris, is that they didn't realize that it really was a relationship with Author House and not Louise Hay, because they really believed that Louise Hay would be looking at their book or someone akin to her, um, and that it would have the same love and attention and care, and that according to our multi-hundreds of individuals who had jumped on the bandwagon when Balboa Press came along, found out quickly that wasn't the case. So sometimes you can find a lot of good information in forums where you can throw out a question, and LinkedIn Group has a lot of publishing for uh, uh, groups author-related groups. As Facebook has some, you can put it out on Twitter, although Twitter is harder because it moves so quickly to be able to snag something, um, that you can ask questions and people can come back and give you some answers in that uh, relationship. But you need to ask. You need to ask. And what's critical 
that I want to drill in before we take our first break here is that it's critical for you to do your pre-work, to do your homework, to, to, to don't jump into publishing, um, whether it's for the first time or you're coming back to the party again or maybe you were someone else and it didn't work out so now you're out shopping where you want to be, that you don't do this pre-work to find out what their warts are, what their hiccups are, everyone's got them, and come about with that. You, your pocketbook will love it, your book will love it, your family will love it, and let me tell you, you'll love it. This is Judith Bryles. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. We're focusing on publishing credits. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these many of us have dreamed of writing a book some of us even have then the hard work starts you'll need an editor who will design the cover or typeset the pages who will format the ebook If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a 1,000 authors create top-quality books and avoid the not-so-reputable self-publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, 
business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So publishing predators, I mean, what do you do when you've been had in the publishing game maze? Who's the bookbuster you're going to call in? Do you moan and groan that you've been screwed? Do you spend countless hours in phone and email hill trying to get to someone who's going to fix whatever needs fixing on your book? Do you cave in with book tail between your heart and soul and just slink away? Or do you make a variety of excuses as to why you're in the mess you are? Do you ignore that you've been treated like a piece of yesterday's trash? What do you do? So I'm going to suggest, how about just kicking in your better judgment? Get out of Dodge. You need to sever the relationship. Now, whether you get any money back is another issue. And one of the things that you might want to do, and especially when things are going south and they're getting sour or you're starting to have questions, and and even let me just recommend this to you. When you're setting up information, uh, a a dialogue with someone who is going to handle something for you, whether it's doing the whole project management for your book, whether it's publishing the book that your publisher itself, whether you have an agent whether you have an agent, you take that on. Whether you are dealing with an editor with a traditional publishing house, one of the hybrids or the, you know, the pay-to-pay to, to publish operation, um, which I'm going to come back to uh, throughout this session today, is that you really should be taking notes of what he or she said and repeat it back. And also I would advise you that you do a follow-up phone call um, or, better yet, do it in writing. Do an email with them just to reiterate, this is what I understood you said that you were going to do or you promised that you would be doing so that you have some kind of record. And by the way, when you send those off, even though you've got them in that sent email, I would copy yourself on it. Um, so you always have that going out, whether you use your own email address or you have another email in your pocket that you can use that looks like somebody else. I would email it out so it looks like you have a team and that other people are involved in these decisions as well as what's going on in case if it comes push to shove down the road and you're gonna, you cry foul you you are doing or you did not do you delivered something i did not want and specifically said uh that this is not your direction you've got some verification that not only would it was sent on a specific time at a specific date but who it was sent to and that it was received and that it came back to you and you know you got it as well 
or your um, faux person, if it's a faux person or a real person. It just, it's better to cover your tush here and, and do that kind of thing. And of course, you know, I don't want anything like this to have to happen, but I hear it every day that this is going on with phone calls and emails, as I said, during the last segment. So with that, get out of Dodge, sever it. You may lose all the money you've put in. That's why be very clear and understand what your liabilities are, what it's paying for, and when monies go in. Now, if they end up delivering something which is absolutely unacceptable, not of quality, not of what the agreement was, whatever that issue is, that this is where the word that misrepresentation comes into play. What you delivered misrepresented what you promised in the contract, what you stated on our phone call of whatever the date is, what you said in the email writing and recite back to that. That sets you up to go after it. Now, I'm going to go back to a situation where I had with the the big gorilla in the sky, the author solution people, who uh, I had a client who had gotten involved with Balboa Press, um, and things weren't going well. She questioned whether she was being told the truth. She questioned the quality. She questioned the pricing. She she was beginning to question everything. And the book had been done. And when, when I first looked at the book, I, I saw problems on it. And that knowing what she had paid, it was backing up what was going on. We knew that people were coming to her at events with books in hand, yet zero books were being reported as sold and of course we had no idea where they were who who was the seller of them because these individuals were buying them through the Amazon chain so i got involved and got on the phone with one of the financial people at author solution and i had to literally slip away from my hat as representing my client and said just a minute i'm also uh, have a publishing company and I know how Amazon does report, and I know how Amazon does work, and I know that any day of the week I can go up and see what the sales per the weekend within the month at any one time for any one of our many titles. And they kept saying that it was impossible for them to even have that information, which is nonsense, which was nonsense. So my flares were up. My red lights were screaming that there was a, a significant problem going on. And what the client was saying was there was no reason to even doubt it for a second that people were buying books, but no sales were getting credited, at least to her. In the long, sh- the, the long run here, shortening this up, she ended up getting over $4,000 back because of misrepresentation that what was being so sold said told her was absolutely incorrect and we were able to sever it and pull it away and she was able to redo her book get everything back now is she going to get the files they created no um did she want them no 
But what we had to do was to get them to kill the book page on Amazon so she could then claim it. She relayed it out, redesigned the cover, republished it, created her own publishing house, and now she's running it herself. And so, which brings me to the situation is that you really should be looking at, before forking over mega thousands of dollars for a hybrid, a pay-to-publish company, I think you need to look in the mirror. Please, look in the mirror. Have a come-to-book talk with yourself. Can you do it? It's not complicated. And there are really some good resources out here that you can get individuals that will not um, take every dime and nickel you have and get a book produced, as in layout and design, that looks very professional. And there, I mean, there's even templates that you can run with. Joel Friedlander, who we have had on many, many, many times on the show, on Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing, has created a, a series of templates that you can use and you can get, you know, for around 50 bucks that are very professional. And in fact, he's just entered into a relationship with Ingram Spark and you want to take advantage of Ingram Spark and that he's entered into a relationship with Ingram Spark where they were offering his templates where you can load in your files, you can, if you're a DIYer, I'm not a DIYer when it comes to books, I pay people to do them, that when it comes to the, the DIYers, you can use this to really guide you so you have a good quality product and upload it for a print-on-demand version. Or you could even take it and actually do an offset print run. So you have these options out here, but you just have to start keeping your eyes open, keep your ears open, and start figuring out, okay, is this for me? So can I find someone that will help me do a cover design? Well, can I find someone who can do an interior? Or do I want to do it myself? Which you can choose to do. Can Are there vehicles that I can actually load it into or can I find printers and get bids? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, to do full print production run, and, and, and you know, I think it's important to say this, that there are approximately 25 full printing, book printing, um, manufacturing companies in North America today. 25 only 25 but there's several of them not of the 25 but certainly several that I personally know of the quality and all you have to do is go to the authoru.org website click on the resources tab click on the associate partners and premier partners and many of them are identified them and in fact during our commercial breaks you will hear some of their ads for companies like Colorhouse Graphics companies like Thompson Shore companies like Total Printing uh, companies like uh, Sheridan companies like King Printing companies like Four Color Group uh, that can do if you've got cookbooks or children's books overseas they do great work all of that is a click away and at your fingertips so you have to make that decision do you want to take control do it yourself or do you want to have someone help you? We'll have more on that. We'll be right back. Hey, 
Kennedy's Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask coming up you'll hear more about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith bryles hi this is judith bryles it's author you guide to book publishing i'm down in hot arizona for this session, and it, it's not so hot, it's only 88, but it's, um, our today's topic is, is a hot topic for a lot of authors, especially if you've been stung by the publishing predators, or, or you think you have, or maybe you're not quite sure. Um, and what happens in the explosive growth of self-publishing, that anybody in the world can get a book out in some kind of so- format where in the old days we would call people who did that people who were publishing with a vanity press and a vanity press was for individuals who didn't have a book that was good enough 
or who couldn't write good enough, who couldn't get the attention of a mainline publisher. Um, today, so much has changed, and, and let's face it, the, the major publishers are bleeding, um, and they're, they're hurting a lot because of the growth of authors who have elected, including where we've gone out and created our own publishing enterprises because the reality is that New York, even if they you get picked up, and congratulations to you if, if that's something in your game plan to do and you want, that if you do get picked up, the any type of advance that is paid is significantly less than what it was years ago, certainly when I first started publishing in the 80s, that it is um, something that has strings attached to it. And one of the strings attached is that expectation of the quality of the manuscript that comes in is significantly higher than what it was when I first typed publishing. I mean, when I look back, it's almost embarrassing when you see, oh, the typos and the changes and the, the red lines to come, let's say, of a manuscript that we all thought, gee, this is, you know, my book is done. And then, a, then an editor, a real editor, would come in and really gut it, clean it up, uh, rearrange it, really fix it. Well, today, the expectation is that your book is going to be coming in um, with at least the first round of editing done, which, in my opinion, is not a bad idea. I would certainly recommend that. The second thing is that what editing is done usually in the houses today is really minimal, um, and it's not the in-depth that was done years ago. And then third is that the monies that you get in advance, the expectation is that you are going to be hiring the support to market this book. Oh, the publishing houses will do a press release, and they will do a, a you know, some type of, a, you know, a little, little launch, if you want to call it a launch, and they'll get you support for a few weeks. Unless your book starts showing a lot of traction fairly early in the game, it's what we would call next. And they have already moved on to the next, next book, whoever and whatever it is. So what the expectation for the author today is that you're going to be doing an extraordinary amount of the marketing to support your book. So my question becomes to you, if that's the case, why are you not then just taking control? In the last segment, I already gave some suggestions on where to look for printers, how to do it as a DIY project. You're doing it as a DIY, you've got your, your sweat equity and that's your time and your energy that is going into that. That for minimal dollars, you can certainly buy what we call templates um, that are already set up for your production design. It, it won't be customized to fit maybe the nuances of what your book is, and, and some of them should be truly customized, that a, a full-blown book designer should be involved in it to really do the things to make your book literally leap off the page. But let's say monies are minimal. What happens with a publishing editor is when the hooks get in you, they call, and they call, 
and they call and they call until the cows come home. And I remember a couple of years ago talking to someone who called me and I finally said, why did you sign with them? Why did you give them the book? And he said, I just couldn't stand the phone calls anymore. I just gave up to stop it. Well, I don't want you to go down that path. It's crazy to give in um, to get whatever it is to stop. It's called walk away. It's called hanging up. It's called when you see the number come in, not answering it. You don't have to be a victim, and that's what you end up being is a victim here. So it's, a, it's book harassment. So what can you do as you move along in this to really keep those preventions? As I said, you keep notes, anybody you talk to. Recognize that most of these companies, are, their specialty is upsells. Upsells is to get you hooked into something and then start selling you more. And this could be that editing package, uh, a marketing package. And some of those marketing packages, by the way, are uh, nice five-figure deals that you could hire someone to really do a great marketing package all on your own for five figures. Um, that some of them will get you going into uh, any other services that they offer from publicity to promotion to um, book launches to bestseller runs. You name it, they've got services for that. So that if you look at it, it's important to really come across and, 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 and crunching. You should know that upsell services for a lot of these companies actually amount to almost two-thirds of their gross revenues. It's all the add-ons. You also need to know that with these pay-to-publish operations – uh, that, uh, as I said, the old vanity presses, that you are into it, that you're lucky, average, most, most printers will tell you, the print, certainly the short-run printers, the average book, about 100 copies are sold, only 100. So where are you going to invest in? Are you going to learn this so you can really stay away from it? Now, there's some higher-end pay-to-publish companies, too. Instead of doing the deal where, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll publish your, your book for $597 or whatever it is, whatever the deal is, and then the upsales start. Or, you know, because you're here, because you entered our contest, you know, you're, you're not going to have to pay $3,927 for our, our gold package. Um, you get it for half price because you were in our contest or you subscribe to our blog or whatever it is. All right, there's other companies that have flat fees for certain services. So they could be, for example, um, for $5,000, $4,500, $5,500, whatever the magic number is, that, that if we accept your manuscript, and I have to tell you when I hear that, that means if you write a check to us, we will accept your manuscript. That if we accept your manuscript, that we will produce your book. That means that we will design the cover, 
and they may have strings attached to that saying that you can only uh, do a cover for uh, a cover changes two, three times, that's maxed, and then you have additional charges that will start in. Uh, they could have a, 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 a option where uh, they would write the back cover copy that could be included in it, or that would be an upsell. They would have certainly in the package, we will lay out your book, um, and you'll get maybe 10 copies of it, and that they'll probably most likely put it up on Amazon. Now, if all that happens, more likely they have got, uh, they're using their ISB number rank, so it's not really yours, it's their publishing company. It's going to be published under their imprint name, you know, you know, it could be Hal Smith Press, who knows what it is. Um, it could be uh, uh, the, the, because they're in control of your Amazon page, that all monies will go to them and then they'll be giving you a percentage of it. So if your ebook, for example, is priced and they put up the ebook as well, and I would, I would tell you, be smart to control your electronic rights. Don't give any rights away. You know, just keep it with the print book. Um, that if your book is between two ninety nine and nine ninety nine, Amazon pays seventy percent. If it's below two ninety nine or above nine ninety nine, Amazon pays a thirty five percent out of whatever the uh, price listing price is. So, with that said, then what it comes across is that you want to figure out. Okay, so how much of that? 35 or 70% am I going to get? And then when you have that, is that where you'll take it from there? And, and this is number crunching time. Other companies say, well, for $5,000, we'll give you um, 10 copies of your book. We'll have a cover designer do it, and you get to make so many changes on it. Uh, we'll lay out your book, and you can go through and make an, maybe another edit change on it. And that, oh, and by the way, you have to guarantee that you will buy a certain amount of books from us um, over this period of time. So, I should say through us. So you have to buy a certain amount of books through us. And it could be a couple of thousand books. And you may be thinking, oh, I can sell a couple thousand books. You've got to really do your number crunching so you know what you're getting into. Maybe you should be starting with a short run. Maybe you should be looking at just 500 books, which will change the dynamics financially significantly. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. 
You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need The Book Shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so publishing predators. So we've talked about some pay to publish, and I, you know, I've you know certainly named a few names, but there's a long list of people out here who care more about your money than basically your book. I mean, that's their business is to bring in money to pay whatever they're paying. And for you, your book is the critical, important thing. So you need to really lay out some questions beforehand, before you step into anybody's uh, den to take over. You want to, first of all, find out what kind of books have they been doing. Uh, are, are they similar to yours? Who are the authors? And if you can look them up on, on uh, either start with Google, go to their website, 
you, you need to interview them. Would they work with this person again? Would they work with this company again? Uh, and, and just see what kind of problems they had. Uh, what was the time frame? Did they meet their commitments to you? Did they get it done in time? Uh, and, and by the way, sometimes things don't get done in the original time frame for a variety of reasons. Certainly sometimes the supplier may have some hiccup that they've communicated with you. But a lot of times my experience has been an author all of a sudden gets busy doing other things and that this deep passion all of a sudden has taken a back burner. Um, in their priorities. So you need to really stay on top of it. Authoring is hard work. Publishing takes time. There is a process you go through. If someone brings in a finished manuscript to my offices and we start to work on it and move it to the editing side, I know that within a four-month period of time, and often much less, it's going to be dependent upon how much editing and rewriting has to be done, they will have their complete books in hand and be done and, and should be aggressively out there marketing and promoting. And actually, that should be started well before you have a book in hand. But I know that that is a realistic time frame that all those things can be done. Now, there are reasons, again, that things get delayed. It, it could be from art. It could be from illustrations. It could be from I've changed my mind. Um, it could be from uh, from the, the author's decided to add a whole bunch of new stuff or delete some stuff. And basically, there's a rewrite going on. All right, that's going to delay things. So things that you might want to ask yourself as you go through deciding what you're going to do is first, how much time, energy, and money are you willing to commit to getting your book done and published? How much time energy and money will you? Is having any type of control important to you? Is it important for you to have input to the cover design? Is it important for you to have input to what the interior looks like? Is it important for you to see how uh, the back cover copy is created? I, you know, and I will share with you of, of the 18 books that I've published with New York. I, I will tell you maybe two of them, two of, the, two of the covers I liked. And never with New York did I have the opportunity to even give input for cover copy on the back, much less reject it. So to me, that's really important because I know how important a cover is. All right, so is it important to have control? Is it important to you know where your books are being sold? And sometimes it's very difficult with whether it's a pay-to-publish operation um, and they're saying, oh, yeah, we put your, your, your book into a distribution. Well, what distribution? Who's got it? Um, or, and, and often they'll say, well, we don't know. You know what they do know. They know where book orders are. And you also need to understand this. You could have uh, a wholesaler like an Ingram or Baker and Taylor, just two, two of the big names, um, order, let's say, 
300 books. Let's say they order 300 books. That does not mean that they're sold books. It means they brought them into the warehouse and they have got orders most likely from bookstores that they will put them out to. But it also doesn't mean that the bookstores have sales. There's a difference between orders where wholesale distributors bring a book into a warehouse, orders where a bookstore brings in a book and actual sales where a customer has exchanged money for a book. And a lot of authors get very confused about that. So, And that's one of those things that I've been had. I know that books are going out. I know that they've been sold, and yet they haven't. And I've gone through this a lot of times with authors with their Amazon accounts. Well, Amazon is ordering 30 books a month, so that means there's 30 sales. No, they're in Amazon's warehouse. You need to go look on your sales page to see how many actual sales to see what the net amount is to you. That's what you've got to do. So do understand that. You need to understand, you know, this whole thing of what sales. Next up, it's important to ask this question. Is it it important to you to receive your monies for book sales promptly? Traditional book sales come every six months with a lag period of usually another three months and a probability of a holdback because bookstores can return. And by the way, one of the things I learned, I'm going to go back to what I said, the difference between wholesaler and distributors and orders. You could have an order for 300 books from, let's say, a baker and tailor. And they, uh, they're reporting their agreement that they have to pay for them in 90 days. Do not be surprised if those books... All of a sudden, whatever is not sold gets shipped back. Baker and Taylor was notorious for doing this. That your 300 books, and let's say over 275, get returned on the 85th day of that 90-day cycle. And then, lo and behold, eight days later, they order another 200 books again. So that's one of the games you need to be tuned into. So our sales, our sales knowing what you're getting sales monies in your pocket important and then what about ebook sales is it how how do you track these ebook sales if you're dealing with a third party someone besides yourself it is really difficult i mean i certainly know how smashwords reports I know how um, iBook reports, I know how Kobo reports, I know how Amazon reports, because I have books sold through all those channels. And I just get a report, and I get a report that says X amount of books were sold during this period of time, whether it's a month or a quarter, and I get a check from those things. Um, do you, you you need to ask this, and this is I think this is one of the big things where you go out and you reach out um, that starts the whole publishing predator factor is that you have to ask yourself, are you willing to become involved with publishing and learning about it, some of the mechanisms, the jargon, how it works, or do you want to turn it over to someone to just take care of it all? If you're the latter and you want someone to take care of it all, then that's where the trouble comes, I believe. 
and that if you're willing to start getting smart and savvy, going back to to my client who eventually was able to get out of her, I mean, I've had a few people get out of the Balboa Press deals um, because she started learning and she started questioning and she started challenging. So are you willing to do that kind of thing? And if you are, then I'm going to really encourage you that you take the responsibility and really take that on yourself and that you start learning about this business um, and you become literally not a self-publisher but an indie publisher an independent publisher creating your own small press that sounds like it's a press and that with a few of the resources I've mentioned printing companies we have several of our designers our sponsors on this show Lebno 6 Design NZ Graphics um uh, Rebecca Finkel with RNFPD um, is an excellent designer. They all really do quality work, and it's your. I mean, you and it's done, it's yours. So there's no surprises. And by the way, make sure that you, if you sign a contract with anyone, I would encourage you to have in it that you will not only get a clean PDF of, of it, uh, which has your layout. I mean, basically, this is their intellectual property. Um, they have designed it, but most view themselves as work for hire, and that means it gets turned back over to you. Also, make sure that you ask for a clean word document of the final uh, layout, not of the layout, of, of the words of your verbiage, of your manuscript that was in the PDF. They can convert it over. It takes an, it could take an hour to two to do the conversion back over. But that gives you a clean copy that you can always work with if you go to someone else or you want to come in and make some changes or you want to just grab some copy because you're working on your next, next book. The bottom line is publishing predators are everywhere. They're everywhere. The best thing that you can do is take on an attitude of author beware. It's a buyer beware world. And if you will do that, you will be less vulnerable. Um, as I said, the, the major publishers are bleeding in a lot of ways. The self and indie uh, markets are moving so fast that you're more vulnerable. Don't be seduced. Check everyone out. I'm Judith Bryles. This is Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. We'll be back with you next week. part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles each